0: You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message.
1: I'm in a first Love Church. I said, "Am I in a First Love Church?" Okay, that's more like it. If I'm in a First Love Church, I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, "It's time for testimony." I want you to turn to your other neighbor and tell them it's testimony
2: time.
1: Wow, so we have a powerful, powerful testimony in store for you guys today. Yeah, Revelation 12, 11 tells us that we overcome the wicked one through the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So every single time you hear a testimony, what's happening is that we're overcoming the wicked one. And I think that's something to be excited about. So I want you to give a massive clap offering as we welcome up our sister, Melissa!
3: a center leader at First Love Aston and I'm in the choir.
1: Wow, a center leader at First Love Aston. So Melissa, tell us, what's your testimony about?
3: My testimony is about how God healed my heart and changed my life completely through coming to First Love Church and through the prophet of Bishop Daggy Mills.
1: Wow, so he healed your heart. Yes. So tell us, how, how did your testimony begin?
3: So my testimony begins, um, some years ago, before I came to um, church And before I came to church um, I liked having committed relationships I liked you know, being in a relationship So at the time I was in a relationship um, I had been in the relationship for a long time um, And there was a season where things weren't going right in the relationship So, there was, um, so you were
1: in this relationship yeah, in the world. yes and you know things weren't going right. Things weren't going right. What do you mean by that? What would you mean by things weren't going right?
3: Um, so there was cheating involved. Um, say, yes.
1: your neighbour, okay. uh,
3: um,
1: Anything else?
3: The communication weren't working at the time.
1: I uh, weren't working at the time. Yeah,
3: and um, so. For my birthday, I decided to give myself a birthday present and break up with the guy. Hey. Um, wow. So your present,
1: your present for your birthday, yeah. was to break up with the guy.
3: Yes, please.
1: Mercy, mercy. Okay. Yes. Please. So, so what happened
3: next? Um. So because I was so committed to this relationship and I had given myself completely to the guy and it had been so long and. There was things like fornication involved. Um, I had a heartbreak; like it hurt me to let go of the guy. So, um, hey, so
1: you broke up with the guy? Yeah. that, but you were heartbroken. Yeah, I was at the heartbroken. It makes sense.
3: Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I was very heartbroken. So, Mercy. um, it was a kind of heartbreak where you know when you just don't feel like it was gonna it's gonna end. Yeah, Mercy. it's like it's almost every second I thought, oh, let me just go back, but then it's like. I didn't like no i can't so i kind of lost hope um i didn't feel like waking up anymore i didn't look forward to um the day anymore i was just having random outbursts of crying and i'll be on the bus and there's people around me but i was crying and i didn't care That is like, it's like i didn't even mind the people i was just crying anyway right. and um so um I decided to go to my cousin Mufara's house because I didn't trust myself to be by myself. Okay. So I went to um, Mufara's house and there was a day where Mufara went out with her friends and I stayed at her house and I cried myself to sleep. I was watching Netflix and I was just crying and then I woke up in the morning and then Mufara came back and even though she was hungover, she said hey.
1: to me, <laughs> that's also a presenter leader and first of all No, 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 no. Wow. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I've been
2: shocked.
1: Okay. It's not possible. Okay, so he came back And she was hungover Yes
3: please And what did she, she
1: say to you When she came back? Um,
3: She said to me that There's a girl called Choma And she's been trying to invite me to church hey. And um,
1: So No 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 Guys you're not, you're not listening to the same testimony That I'm listening to you
3: She said that she came
1: back hungover But she still managed to say That there was something that invited her to church So she remembered through the hangover yeah. Wow It's a blessing so,
3: um, She said that I don't want to go by myself um, Can you come with me? And I said yeah I'll come because I thought anything was better than staying at home and crying so I said sure why not so then we got ready and then we left and as we came I had my own motives so I came hoping that I would find a rebound in the church hey no 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 no. no 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 no
2: no no
3: guys are you believing what we're
1: hearing Versus. so you came to church thinking that you'd find a rebound
2: yes Yes, yes,
3: yeah. yeah, okay. Um, so, when you came to the
1: church, what, what did you find? Or okay, what, what happened so, when you came to the church?
3: Um, when I came to the church, um, I remember it was actually Swollen Sunday two years ago.
1: Hey, so um, it was our last Swollen Sunday.
3: Yeah.
2: This is a fantastic testimony. Yeah.
1: Wow.
3: Um, and when I came, um, I remember I just, everyone was so nice and everyone was so welcoming. As soon as I walked through the door, everyone was like, hi. And I was just thinking, why, is everyone, like, why does everyone care about me? Like, why are you saying hi to me? And then, wow. um, I walked through and then we had service and, um, Reverend Daniel was preaching. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, and then, um, I remember I liked it so much and I, I snapped it and I, I said that I feel like I'm home and there was a song that they were singing called, Come Home to Jesus and I felt like it really ministered to me. Um and so yeah I really enjoyed it and then when I was on the bus on the way back home I realised that I didn't think about my heartbreak at all wow. and so so um, for the first
1: time in almost in months yeah. you weren't thinking about your heartbreak no
3: wow. well, that um, season when, that um, time when I was in the church wow. and then um, I then um, Choma also brought us to centre services as well where at the time my shepherd Pastor Hild was preaching wow, and then, wow. Um, and then when I kept coming to, you know, the Sunday services and the sensor services as well, over time, I can't tell you when and where, but my heart was just healed and I felt hey. like I didn't, I can't remember when. So, happened,
1: so you can't pinpoint yeah. a precise time. moment yeah. when your heart changed,
3: yeah, and but it's
1: just through coming to church.
3: Yes,
1: please. Wow. It's a powerful testimony. Yes, please. I'm Guys, I don't think you're listening to the same testimony that I'm listening to. This is somebody that was heartbroken. That their heart, they were always crying. And through coming to church, it's like Jesus healed her heart. Yes, wow. Guys, as you've come to church today, you may have come for whatever reason. Just like our dear Melissa did. But I'm saying that you're going to encounter Jesus in the service today. If you believe it, give the Lord a shout as Melissa takes her seat. Amen.
2: You never went to London. You never traveled on a plane. You never went to New York. You never got married. You never had a child, we were all children. You never had a bank account, but you made us all rich. All power belongs to you.
4: come to, welcome them to come 2021. Turn to your other neighbor and say, I wasn't expected to see you here today, but I'm very happy to see you. Wow. How many of you have been to a restaurant before? Give me a wave, been to a restaurant before. And you see, when you look at the menu in a the restaurant, there's always going to be a starter, desserts, uh-huh.
2: and
5: there's always going to be mains. Uh-huh. And you find that the mains are always more expensive than everything else. Why? Because the mains is the most important part
4: of the, of the menu. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to tell you that you've come to the main part of the service. You don't sound excited. this point. you don't sound
5: excited. How would you hear without a preacher? So with us today is God's anointed preacher, God's anointed teacher. Guys, if you're excited and ready for the word of God, the prayer has to get my
2: happy welcome. Bishop Richard. I need miracle today.
4: stand and pray for prayer we stand for prayer okay let us pray father in heaven we bless your great name and we thank you for the opportunity to gather in that great and beautiful name Lord show yourself mighty in our midst today Lord let your grace abound thank you for salvation thank you for healing Thank you for deliverance and thank you for direction and hope that you bring to our lives today. We thank you for your pure word that is able to save our souls and is able to bless us. Thank you, Father, for this blessed opportunity to be in your house. In Christ Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving and everybody shall say Amen. Thank somebody and tell the person, welcome to, church. welcome to church. And tell somebody else, this service is for you. As the person, do you know that this service is designed for you? And what are they saying? They feel that way. You'll be blessed. God bless you. Put your hands together one more time as you take your seats. God bless you. Thank you. Take your seats. Okay. So today I have a short word of exhortation for us in our special service. Okay. Okay. Turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter eleven and um and welcome to our three point sermon today. If you are good at it before. Okay. So are you planning to be good? Yes. I think it should be good so that you can get the fourth one. Okay. Okay, so welcome to camp service. And, uh, I believe that it's God who has called us here and invited us here. Even though it looked like. Your friend, your colleague, a human being, was pestering you that you should come to church. It's also God and Jesus who is inviting and drawing you. Um, once you've come this far, you should know that God wants you to be here. Because you had a good reason, because of the rain, you could have said that, "Look, I'm not going to church," isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I've been driving from London. Do you know it's not raining anywhere apart from Birmingham? Yes. No. So it means that the spirit is moving in Birmingham. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't raining anywhere till I saw that I was in Birmingham. Then I saw rain. And I said, wow, there's water here. Everywhere is dry, but there's water here. Wow. What a blessing. So, I want to read the words of Jesus to you from Matthew chapter 11, from Matthew chapter 11, and um, I'm reading from verse 28. Since the theme of our day is come, I want to tell you when Jesus also said come. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, you know. tonight, before you would say Jack, you see that we're ending. Yes, so, I'm just saying it for you to know that we have started, the service has started. Yes, as you read, as we read the passage, you can already tell um, that Jesus himself is saying to us to that come. You know, many people, many people don't, you don't, you don't easily invite people into your life, especially strangers, and people you don't know And then particularly people who don't even like you yeah. There are people who have declared that we don't like you Or we don't like it against you And then you are saying to them that come Give me verse 28 again Verse 28 And you see here that Jesus is saying that Come unto me Come to me Come to me It's not everybody who says come to me yeah. people Don't say come to me They'll, they'll, they'll ask what you want Yeah what do you want? What are you looking for? Why are you Why Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Why Why have you sent me a message? What are you looking for? Yes, you will see. You say hello to someone. The person will be showing your message to the friend. That what are, What does he want? What What, what do they want for me? Why have they sent me a message? What do you think? What do they want? How I many of you have done that before? You show someone's message to a friend that, like, what do you think? What do you make of this message? Yes. So when you see, when you see our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ saying, come unto me. And he's not, he's not saying come unto me and, and, and let's, um and, and come, come and be a blessing to him. But he's rather saying that all of you who have problems that's another thing that you should notice is that people don't invite and welcome people with problems and issues yes he said come unto me and the invitation is specific all ye that labor and are heavy laden all ye that are are, are stressed and have problems and have issues and have burdens Beddings you can't carry. Beddings you can't solve. I believe mean, sometimes you have problems, you know how to solve it. You don't know how it can be solved and how to solve it. You don't even know where to start from. Yeah. Yeah. Lost. You're lost. There is nothing as difficult as having a problem and you don't know who to talk to about your problem. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know, Yesterday, yesterday we had a a similar service like this in Nottingham. And at the end, at the end of the service, a lady came to me and said, can she ask me a question? I said, you can ask a question. And she said, said, her question was, what if, what if you have a problem, but you don't want a solution? And I said to her that, no, you're not asking the right question. What you are saying is that what if you have a problem and you don't know how to solve it? Wow. Yes. What if you have a problem you don't know how to solve it, or you you are trying to solve it but you can't solve it, which is about the same. So it means you don't know how to solve it because you are trying. I said it is either called an addiction, or or you are shy and ashamed. To bring out the problem. And therefore, you don't know who to talk to. And I asked her, am I right? She said, you are right. I have a problem. I don't know who to talk to about my problem. I don't know who to go to. I don't know where to start from. But it's like the problem. It's like when you have a problem, it weighs you down. How many of you know that your problem weighs you down? The problem weighs you down. It weighs you down. It's because problems are heavy. I don't know whether they are measured in kilograms or tons, yes, but problems and issues weigh you down, you are never, you are never, you know, sometimes when I see people with problems, or sometimes even people even living in sin, and they can't talk about it, or they are struggling to talk about it, do do you do you know what it reminds me of, it reminds me of how the police are able to catch murderers, or people who have committed a crime. Because you can't easily hide it. You can't easily hide some things. You follow, you follow a certain pattern. Can you imagine that the sun is shining? It's, it's sunny. I mean, it's sunny. Okay. Better. It's cold. It's cold now, isn't it? It's, well, just before I came, it, it was three degrees. So look at this weather. It's cold and then you are standing with someone and the person is sweating. <laughs> Yes. is something not wrong is there not a problem there's a problem because we are all cold wrapped up and you are sweating and you are, you are peeling off your layers is there not a problem there's a problem because you are not, you are not behaving normally and naturally and when you swim, people have problems they don't realize that they don't behave normally the way you are behaving, the way you are acting It's not how a normal person Will behave, it's not the way A normal person will act So Jesus In his wisdom and his love His love for mankind His love for everybody seated there God, look, God has a plan For you, I'm telling you And God really likes you Really, really, really likes you He likes you more than your mother, he likes you more than your father He likes you more than your best friend Wow he likes you more than your boyfriend yes he really i mean he really likes you i've in all my life i've never i've never um organized a party have i organized a party before i've never organized a party and uh target group that i want to invite i say all ye that labor that is you are really sweating it out in this life and then you are heavy laden that these are the people to come to the party that go and collect people with problems go and collect people with problems Even even, even on my birthday you made cakes for me cakes you didn't even ask me that I should bake a cake and bring when I came here you had organized cakes my party my party started here on Saturday night into Sunday yes <laughs> the what I'm saying is that nobody I who has a party, you have a party you want to have fun you want to enjoy, then you are saying that the people who are to come are people with problems people with issues, I mean issues issues I mean if after every service here on a Saturday night I set a table here I set a table up here and I say that everybody who has a problem should come and see me how many of you know that I will not go home I will have an all night yes everybody will come everybody will come and when they come they will not consider the others who are trying to come no 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 even when the problem is being solved you know even when a problem is being solved we don't like it to be solved we'll say oh no 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 it's not that simple there's more to it uh-huh. yes I forgot to say yes I forgot to tell I forgot to tell you this as well and then when is everything is done then they'll say eh, "Mister, can we take a selfie that's the last problem to be solved we need a selfie yes we need a selfie yes on your bed the arrest I didn't have a picture with you so can we take a selfie yes it's true isn't it so Jesus is saying here that come unto me all ye that us. so the first thing the first thing that Jesus is saying is that come with your burden yes come with your burden there is no, there is no other religion. There's no other faith. There's no other, other, um, religious leader, founder, whatever, who have said that, come with your burden. Come with your problems. It's like, I like you with your problems. You know, I remember, I remember many years ago, I had a friend. We all had a friend. He was our friend. And he was Going to get married. Do you understand? Going to get married. His wedding day was coming. He had chosen one of our friends as his best man. This friend is is his best man. I was there when I heard that he had changed, he had changed his best man. And I said, why? You know know how sometimes there are friends, let's say three or four or five, and Then two are closer than the others. Yeah. Yes, because uh, this one is your this one is your main man. So why have you changed it? Why why has he changed him as his best man? Do you do you know why? Do you want to know why? Should I really tell you why? He had changed his best man because he found out that <laughs> He found out that this other friend of ours has impregnated his beloved. Oh no. Not, 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 not the groom, not the groom and the bride. The friend, the friend also had a beloved, he too had a beloved. And he's gonna get married. And then the friend had impregnated his beloved. Yes. Not the, not the bride to be. No, 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 no. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. No. No, so sit down. So, you will see here that as men, as men, we don't like people with problems. Look, he reje- he rejected his friend immediately. Wow. I've never, I've never forgotten about those guys. He rejected his it. It's like, no, 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 no. You can't be, you can't be, you can't be my best man anymore because you have fallen into sin. But you see, today I'm introducing to you somebody. Somebody that no matter your problem, no matter your issue, he's not going to change his... In fact, he's rather attracted to you. He's rather attracted to you. But you have a problem, you have a problem that he's saying, come. It's almost like, I don't know, he's not saying if you don't have a problem, don't come. But he's saying that if you have a problem... Because people don't easily welcome people with faults and issues. People don't. It's, it's like, it's like you know, nobody, nobody stops at the train station to have a chat with a beggar. Have you ever stopped there before to say, hello, how are you? How's your day? How are you feeling today? You've never stopped there because nobody does that. Because he has problems. He has problems that you know you can't solve. That's why you avoid him. Because you have pro, he has pro. When you see, he has this guy has problems. He's homeless, he's poor, he's um, um, unemployed. I mean, he has all he has all sorts of problems, all sorts of problems. By the way, yesterday I watched a documentary of um, beggars who are millionaires. <laughs> no, I was I was I was almost affected not to give. Anything to a beggar again. I was almost <laughs> affected. But I, I said to myself, I'll not be affected. Yes. I said to myself, I won't be affected. I'll still, I'll still give, I'll still give when I see it. Yes. Beggars who are millionaires. you should see their houses. I'm telling you. Yes. Yes. You know, besides that, I've sat on the train. You know, trains are usually quiet around 11 a.m. It was very quiet. Yes. So I sat on the train. And I, I, a beggar and his friend were sitting behind me, and they were discussing their work. And one, and one of them said to the other that it's like he should work harder. <laughs> no, this was this I saw the documentary. It's what what I heard. I heard on the trail I on the train. They were behind. They were like two rows behind me, and I was I was eavesdropping. I mean, I I really listened to their conversation. So the other one who was encouraging his friend that he should, he should should double up, he said, he said, I can afford, he said, I can afford two holidays a year. Two holidays a year. Two holidays a year. Yes. No, relax, relax. Yes, two holidays a year. You see, but again, I said to myself, I'll not be affected. I'll still, I'll still give. Yes. Yes. In fact, yesterday I was, I was almost tempted. I said, look, let I see a backup? Like I said, no. But I said, no, I'll, I'll still give. Because for every fake thing, there's a real. Or for every real, there's a fake. Yes, there's always a counterfeit for everything. Yes, there's always a counterfeit for everything. Yes. Yeah. Do I have a serious discussion behind me? Well, they say he can afford two holidays You see, I remember that after I was asking myself, how many holidays can I, 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 I afford? <laughs> yes. But no problem. I'm saying to us before I remember these stories about the bank. I'm saying to us, I'm saying to us that you won't stop and have a discussion. If you see the same place, it's not as, as though you we're in a hurry going to going anywhere. If you meet your friend the same spot, the beggar is sitting here and you meet your friend and you stop and have a bit of a chat a bit of a catch up because you know that this friend is not a problem it's not a bother it's not coming to disturb your life, it's not coming to take anything from you, if you have the person is saving even going to give you something, even a smile or an encouragement or a word of fear, so you'll be happy to entertain the person, but the person with a burden, the person with a burden, that is the difference between Jesus and us That's the difference between Jesus and the world. That's the difference between Jesus and important people in this world. That is a big, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. That he says that the people I want, problems. Problems. You see, when you have, when you have a problem, you feel lost. I think I've asked you already that how many of you have problems that you wish there was someone you could talk to. Yes, when you have a problem, you feel lost. You feel lost because you don't know where you don't where you don't know where to pitch your tent. That you'll be welcome. That someone would entertain you and listen to you and not be not be wary of you. When you meet a young a young lady who has found love, the love of her life, and you ask her, very, very commonly, and you ask her, what do you like? What do you like about him? He usually will have something else to say he li- that he likes about it. But when you ask the lady, when you ask the lady, what do you like about him? Very commonly, you will hear things like, he just, he just likes me as I am. Wow. Yes, he likes me just as I am. Because they know that, they know that it's not, it's not easy to, it's not easy to do what? <laughs> you can continue the sentence. You can finish the sentence of yourself. Yes. It's not that bad. It's like I've met someone who, or, 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 the better, better still, the expression is, he really understands me. huh. He really understands me. He really understands me. He really understands me. He's someone who understands me. Because people are looking for someone who understands them. Because when you don't have anyone who understands you, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to feel, to feel, to, to be made to feel as, as though you are bonkers. When you know that you are normal, you know that you're okay. You need somebody who understands you. Someone who understands your pain, feels your pain, feels your difficulty, feels your issues. Someone who can relate, can relate with your issue. Even the other night, somebody sent me a message from here, from this congregation to say, to say that, thank you for understanding me. So, even though I've, I've never spoken to you, as we are preaching, I could tell that you understand me. I don't even know who it is, but she sent me a message to say she said she said she felt so she felt so something that she's seen someone who understands her or someone who can understand her. And I said to myself, "Yeah, I mean, we try to understand. Yes, we try, we try We try to understand. Yes, yes. because to be a, to be a pastor, you have to understand. You have to understand that there are different types of people." You, you must have a bit of latitude. Yeah. You can't be parochial minded. You can't be that narrow. Wow. Wow. You can't be that strict. You can't be on the strict and narrow. He This is it or nothing. Mm. No, you have to understand everybody's, everybody has, has comes in different packages. Yeah. So, again, back to our Jesus. Back to our Jesus. If he says, Come with your burden. That's it. yeah, sounds... Look, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a major proposal that he's making. It's a major. It's not. It's an. It's an uncommon proposal that he's making. Come with your burdens. People don't invite people with problems. You say you have a problem. They say okay, stay there. <laughs> they hear of your problem. They say okay, I don't want you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Even best man, they hear of your problem, say no, 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 no. no, no. I mean, even ask yourself today: how how will the pregnancy of someone's beloved affect your wedding? Oh. How does it affect your wedding? But well, let's not let's not judge anybody. It's 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 like this. Like this person has a problem, so I don't want him. This person has a problem, so I don't want him. This person has a problem. I don't want him. You know, uh, in the year either two thousand or two thousand and one, I can't remember the exact exact date, but I was I was in Argentina. Yes, I was with Argentina with uh, with Bishop. Yes. Okay. You you don't just travel alone. You have to travel with important people. So you see, you see good things. Anyway, listen to my story. In that year, in, uh, till that year, Argentines or Argentinians, Argentines could go to the United States without a visa. But whilst we were there, they suffered an economic collapse. So their 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 um, currency was instantly devalued. Whilst, whilst we in that country, whilst we're in that country, it happens whilst we're there. So whilst we're there, you even see, you even see queues to the bank. I remember us asking, "What is happening?" Is that people are withdrawing their money because anybody who has, let's say, hundred pounds there now has fifty pounds. Yes. It was an overnight collapse. Yes, it happened overnight. Do you know, the the reason I'm giving you this example is that immediately that then happened. The US came up with a rule that everybody from that country, you now need a visa before you can come. Yes. Yes. No, imagine imagine if there was no border control on um, in England. Imagine, 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 what if it was border control? You got the people we see crossing the channel. <laughs> and the reason why there is border control is that people have problems. People have problems. If you if you don't if you don't control it, you will not be able to manage it. You you can't handle it because everybody will come. Can, you can't handle it. You won't have you won't have enough resources to look after everybody. So you have to keep some out. You have to keep some out and you have to keep the people that you don't want out so that your economy is stable. And the people, the people that you say they can come, they'll get visa immediately are people with a certain background, a certain qualifications. You say, this one come, this one come, this one come. That is human being. And it makes sense. Does it not make sense to you? Yes, Yes, it makes sense. You you are even tempted to say rightly so. Yes. (laughs) Yes, rightly so. But again, my Jesus, my Jesus, my Jesus, my Jesus has no border controls. He has no visa requirements. He's saying that come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Specific. He's very specific. There's no ambiguity of his, of his invitation. He's very specific and clear that if you have problems, you are the one I'm looking for. Whereas in the world you have problems You're not the ones I'm looking for You're not the ones we are looking for You're not the ones we are looking for So Jesus is saying tonight Come with your burden What's the second thing that we, we can see in From this passage Sit down so I can see everybody who is sitting The second thing here is that Jesus is saying Come Come with your burden of sickness. Come with your burden of sickness. When you have a sickness, a disease, a problem that you can't solve, that is not solvable. It is a burden. You know, I was in a healing service once. It wasn't It wasn't a healing service. It wasn't a healing service. It was a shepherd's meeting. That's leaders, church leaders meeting And at the end I just said to myself Oh let me pray for the sick You're here, you're not well, let me just pray for the sick So I just prayed for the sick And I said, okay if you are healed, come and share a testimony And I saw a few people come in I was wondering, you know that, okay, Let's see what, what is there You know then, then a lady standing there Described a problem That she had In a private place of her body That you can you can I mean you won't guess because this is someone who who I had seen throughout the day, she's been there normal, smiling. Help shop this but she said she said, Look, it has been bothering her for how many days now? But as we prayed, Jesus has healed her and the problem has disappeared. It's not it's not a it's not a a, a something that she can show you. That's why I said it was, the problem was in a private place. Hidden problem in a private place. And Jesus had healed it. So you will see, you see people there with a sickness that you don't know about. Struggles, struggles that people can't talk about. Difficulties that people can't talk, talk about. Pain, pain that people can't easily talk about. But it is there. And Jesus is saying that the burden, the burden of your sicknesses, come with it. No problem, come with it. No problem, come with it. Come with your problem, come with it. Bring your problem along. Bring your problem along. Bring your problem along. Have you seen people trying to go to a place and then they're asking the person who is in, welcoming them in that, can I come with my friend? Can I come with this? Can I, is my bag allowed? Is this allowed? Can I come with this? Jesus is saying when you are coming instead of asking can I come with my sicknesses he said come with everything come with everything come with it come with it sometimes when you look at church you feel as, as though church is for perfect people it's like church is for people who have got it all together but church is not for people who have got it all together Jesus said I came to seek and to save those who are lost He said, I came for sinners. I came for sinners. I came for, I came for people with problems. And you know, my final point tonight is that Jesus is saying, come with your sins. Come with your sins. You know, in Luke chapter 19, Luke chapter 19, come with your burden, with the burden of your sins. Hey, sin is one of the things that can give you a burden. I tell you, hey, you gotta give not just a burden; it can give you a headache. <laughs> it can make you so abnormal, you know. Until you meet Jesus or you encounter Jesus, you'll be trapped in sin. Yes, you'll be because you can't find a way out. It's not. It's not. It's not even. It's not even a maze. It's a prison. It's a trap. There is, there is, there is no exit. There is no way out. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no way out. And that is why people continue in that vicious cycle of sin. They just live their life sin after sin, sin after sin, sin after sin, sin after sin. And then they even start priding in it that, as for me, this is who I am and this is what I am. No, that's not, that's not what they want. That's not the life that they they want. They are living that life because they have not found a way out. Nobody has pointed them to that Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. Nobody has pointed that out to them. To show them that this is the way out. This is the way out. People are trapped in sin. They don't know what to do it's, it's, like, it's like how do I solve this problem How do I solve this problem You heard the lady who, who just shared her testimony It's like it's, it's, almost, it's almost like the life she was living I said, It was a good thing that she was living It's like it's like I'm the one who likes committed relationship and when, when somebody doesn't know Jesus Says I like committed relationship You should know what it means You should know what it means it's not. It's not. It's a that we just drink tea and go home. Yes. Yes. Commitment means and commi- bring yourself. I bring myself. Yes. We are. In, we are in it. We are. We are. We are in it. And though, though it looks like this is who I am, it was a burden. If it was not a burden, when you are, if you don't feel trapped, when you are offered a way out, you won't work out because you are feeling at home. But it is not. It is not a feeling. If you, have, if you have, if you have a slice of a conscience, a slice of a conscience, you would know when you are living a, in a sinful life. You would have to know that no, this is this is not how God made me. This is not what I want to be. This is not how I want to be. The hardest, the hardest of of, of sinners, never even makes a boast of their sin everything is done under cover most things are done under cover let's read this passage very quickly luke 19 verse 5 hey jesus is calling you today he said come and he said come come with your burden of sins he likes it that's what he likes that's what he likes that you have issues that's what he likes because that is what he can fix that's what he can solve he says that, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, because Zacchaeus has climbed the tree. He says, come down. Can you see Jesus saying, come again? Jesus is always saying, come. If you are up and he's down, he says, come down to me. If you are down he says up, he will say, come up. He said in Revelation, come up hither. Wow. Yes, come up hither. Wow. He said in Luke, come down. Wherever he is, he's saying that, come to me, come. Come to me, come where I am. Come to where I am. I want you, I want you where I am. So he said, come down. For today, I must abide at thy house. What a shock. That the person that you feel is so far from you that you have climbed the tree just to get a glimpse of him. He's saying that today, I am coming to your house. You see, there are people here that today, maybe you, you came to church Somebody invited you to church, you're okay, let's, let's go and see what is in church. Let's go and see what, what it's about. Let's go and see what it's about. But here you are, and Jesus is saying that you've not just come to see what church is about. I'm going home with you. Yes. I'm going home with you. I'm going home with you. You are not, you are not, you are not returning the same way that you came. He's saying, I am going home with you. I'm going home with you. I'm going home with you. I'm coming home with you. I'm coming to stay with you for the rest of your for the rest of your life. You're, you're going to experience Jesus. I experienced Jesus in October 1985. He's never left me. Yes, he's never left me. He's not left me. He's not changed his mind about me. He's been with me since then, since I encountered him in October 1985, was when I met the Lord Jesus Christ. And I experienced him as a real person. A real person. A life-changing agent and a life-changing person. I've not been the same again. I've not been the same again. I cannot lie to you. I cannot deceive you. I cannot tell you stories. And tell you that, oh no, it's just a hoax. It's just a fluke. It's just, something. It's just, it's just a one-day wonder. It's not a one-day wonder. Since October 1985, I'm still standing here. Talking about my Jesus. Mentioning my Jesus. Mentioning the, sa- the same person that I met in 1985 is the same person I'm talking to you about today. Wow. That he will not just give you an experience here. He will go home with you. Wow. Yes. He's go- he is going to go home with you. And he's going to live with you for the rest of your life. He'll be with you. He'll give you peace. He'll give you joy. He'll give you wisdom. He will solve. He will solve your. Pro, he will solve your problems for you. <laughs> he says that. Come now for today. I must abide at the house. And he made haste. You know when you hear Jesus calling you, you hurry. You hurry to Jesus. You hurry to Jesus. You you make haste. You you respond with speed. No dilly darling. No, no, no thinking about the person to your left or the person to your right. I didn't think about the day I encountered Jesus. I didn't think about anybody. I said, hey, this seems to be a way out of a trap. A trap that nobody had an answer to. My mother didn't have an answer to it. My father didn't have an answer to it. My head teacher didn't have an answer to it. My friends didn't have an answer to it. The police didn't have an answer to it. The doctors didn't have an answer to it. The nurses didn't have nobody had an answer to it. The issue that needs to be solved, nobody had an answer to it. Only Jesus could solve it. Wow. Only Jesus could solve it. Only Jesus could solve it. Jesus will solve your problems today. Yeah. Yes. He so said, make haste and calm down. And received him. He made haste and came down. And received him joyfully. And when they saw it. They all murmured saying. That he was going to be guest with a man. That is a sinner. Come with your burden of sins. Yes. Come with your burden. Especially when you have sins. Especially when you have sicknesses. Especially when you have problems you are the one that jesus is calling for everybody who has received a flyer or whatever with the word come onto it all is being said to you is that come to jesus come to jesus you know sometimes how many of you have messages on your phone that you've not read yes 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 I don't like having messages on my phone that are unread. It disturbs, the sight of it disturbs me. So I open every message, every single message. I open every single message. Yes. And I try and reply to all. Oh. Sometimes I, I miss some, but the interesting thing is when you have not read what someone is saying, you don't know what the person thinks about you. Yes. You need to read it. When you have not read, you've never read or it has not been read to you what Jesus is saying about you. You didn't know. You've lived, you've lived in ignorance. You've lived, you've lived with a wrong perception of God because you've never read his letter that he wrote to you. You've never read his word. So you don't actually don't know what he's saying. Maybe you feel, maybe you have felt that God is some strict God. You sin, I kill you. You sin, you die. He's a God of fire and brimstone and thunder. But here you are today. You are hearing. He's saying that come unto me, especially those of you who are burdened and heavy laden. Those of you with a load. You are the ones that I want. I want you to come. But see, you've never read it. You've never read it. So you've never known. You've never known. You've never known that The Savior, the Savior himself is interested in you. You thought that the Savior is waiting to judge and waiting to sentence you to hell. But no, that is not the God we serve. The God we serve says that I wish that none would perish. I wish that none would perish. I don't want anybody to perish. I don't want anybody to die and go to hell. I don't want anybody to waste their life and spend eternity in hell. I wish that none would perish. That's a God. But we didn't know. Because we've never read it. We've never read it. We've never read it. When I read my script, my Bible. I discovered that our righteousness are like filthy rags. That all, in other words, all our good deeds. Because I felt I was a good boy. eh? Yeah, I felt I was a good boy. I felt I was a good boy. I'm sure I was my dad's favorite. If any of my siblings like, they can challenge it. Well, I think I was the favorite. Yes. How do, we, how do I know? Let's save that for another day. Yes. But you see, that day when I read the verse, he says that all have sinned and fallen short. I said, I, 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 said, I mean, how? But you see, I didn't know because I've not read it or it has not been read to me. So I didn't know God's real feelings and thoughts about me. Wow. That my goody, 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 goody two shoes is not taking me to heaven. Wow. That I need Jesus. I need to receive Jesus. I need to accept Jesus. I need to act to, I need to be washed in the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross for my sins to be washed away so do you today sin you feel you are a sinner you are not a sinner you have a problem you don't have it everybody needs to be washed in the blood of Jesus for salvation come unto me come unto me come unto me tonight Jesus is saying come come unto me come unto me come unto me come unto me all of you With problems and with issues i want you i want you let's stand to our feet i want you i want you i'm inviting you i'm welcoming you come to me come to me come to me bow your heads and just say thank you to god for tonight just say thank you to him thank you to him as as we as we prepare to close don't move around don't leave yet we are we are we are just about to close You're just about to close This This is the most important time of the whole day The whole day Just thank God Just say thank you Lord Lord I thank you for today I thank you I thank you even for bringing me to your house To hear your word Thank you Father Thank you Father for today Pray Pray yourself I want you to pray And to say thank you to God Thank you to God for today Thank Him. Thank Him for today. Thank Him for today. Thank Him for His help. Thank Him for the opportunity He's given you. Opportunity He's giving you to be in His presence. To come. To come to Him because He wants you. He loves you. He likes you. He wants you. He wants you. Thank You, Father. Father, I want to thank You. I want to thank You for today. I want to thank You for all You have done and all You are going to do. Thank You, Father. Now tonight, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed still in prayer I want to pray for you specially someone invited you to church or you have been around in church but you can, you have never discovered that I need to take my problems to Jesus I need to take my life to Jesus and tonight you want to say pastor pray with me pray with me I want this Jesus that you are talking about I want to go home with him I want him to be part of my life pastor please pray with me while every eye is closed and every head is bowed please if you are here like that you will say pastor pray with me I want this Jesus in my life I want you very quickly just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I pray with you just your right hand lift up high lift up high God bless you God bless you. I want this Jesus you've you've talked about today. I need him in my life. Keep your hand up. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands all over the place. All over the place. You also want to join in. You You want to receive this Jesus. This Jesus we are talking about today. This Jesus. This Jesus. I'll pray with you wherever you are. Pastor, pray with me. I need this Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. Keep it up. God bless you. You also want to join in. Don't think about anybody. Don't think about anybody. Think about yourself and your decision. That you are choosing God. You are choosing heaven over hell. touch your right hand and I'll pray with you. Now if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come out of your seats And come to me right here in the front Even if you didn't lift up your hand, But you want to give your life to Jesus I want you to
2: come
4: Come to me Come out of your seats From uh, everywhere. everywhere You lift it up your hand. Come. come Even if you didn't lift up your hand, You want to come Come to the altar Come Yes, come all the
2: way I shall tell them to come all the way ¡Suscríbete <tose>
4: Surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe you are feeling shy. Maybe you are not sure. And especially if you are not sure, I want you to make this all important decision and say that tonight, tonight, I'm going to be sure about my relationship with God. I'm going to ask Him to forgive me of all my sins and go to Him. So now, what I want you to do, I want you to ask the person by like you. Tell the person that, you know, I walk with you. You know, how many of you have walked with people to bad places before? Yes, you've taken people to bad places, isn't it? Tonight, you're going to take somebody to a good place. To a good place. I want you to ask the people because there's somebody, there's somebody standing right next to you now, maybe behind you or whatever, who is not sure of their salvation and their relationship with God. I want you to ask the person and then walk with the person as we sing one more time. Come unto Jesus. Sing it. Come. Keep coming.
2: I want you to come by yourself? Come.
4: this is my final call for you we are about to pray if you are still out there if you are still out there and you still feel you want to give your life to Jesus today we are going to sing one more time and as we sing I want you to come I don't want I don't want to say that today could be your final day but I don't know when next you have the opportunity to say yes to Jesus and yes to God again so whilst you have this opportunity this evening I want you to take that bold step as we sing again, as we sing again, as we sing. Can I can the people in front have some volume as they are singing? Because we can't hear them when they are singing. As we sing again, we are going to sing through the song again and we are just singing as we wait for you to walk and come to Jesus. I believe there is someone I believe there is someone out there still that needs to receive Jesus today. Come on. Sing, come to Jesus. Please come. If it's you, come right now. Come right now. Come right now as we sing. Come. It's your night. It's your night for salvation. Yes.
2: Yes. You also want to join. Come. Come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you as you come.
5: God bless you as you God bless you as you come. God bless you as you come. God bless you as
2: you come.
4: heads with me everybody close your eyes By your heads with me there's still chance if you want to come but for those of you in front I'm going to lead you in a prayer I want you to say this prayer after me boldly say it don't think it say every word that I say and make it your personal prayer to God this evening and I want the entire congregation to join us as we say this prayer I want us all to say it loudly say with me say heavenly father thank you for today thank you for Jesus who died for me and rose up on the third day I am a sinner please forgive me of all my sins please wash me with the blood of Jesus Now say Lord Jesus Say Lord Jesus Please come into my heart Please come into my life Be the Lord of my life From today I give myself to you I will serve you I will live for you Please help me Live a good life Please help me overcome the sins of my life please have mercy on me now say thank you father for accepting me today and making me a child of yours please write my name in the book of life in Jesus name say it one more time in Jesus name father now i pray for them lord thank you for healing thank you for strength thank you for recovery thank you for the holy spirit lord may the holy spirit take over their lives their days their weeks their months and their years lord take over lord take over lord take over lord Lord. as they surrender their lives to you today take over heavenly father and let your will alone be done in their lives. Satan will reject you today. we reject all your operations and all your activities. It is cancelled today by the blood of Jesus. Your works in their lives have come to an end today by the blood of Jesus. By the sacrifice on Calvary's cross. From today they belong to Jesus. Bought by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the victory. Thank you for the victory today. We are free. They are free. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everybody shouted a resounding amen. 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 Beautiful. God bless you. Please, we have some gifts for you. I need to receive these gifts before you go back to your seats. God bless you. Beautiful. Oh, your clap is as if you are jealous that you are not getting safe today heaven is clapping louder than you heaven is clapping louder than you heaven seems happier than you are I'm amazed that your job is ended wow I'm amazed did you drop something yes Can't stop clapping till they are finished in the front. You can't. Wow. Are you excited? Those of you in front, are you glad you made it? Are you glad today you came to church and you made it to the front to give your life to Jesus? Are you not glad? Wow, I'm so glad. I feel I feel the lightness you are feeling, I feel the joy. You will never regret today. You will never regret today. I'm sure a year from now, two years from now, some of you will be introducing yourself to me and ask me, do I, do I remember you? That at a service called Camp, you came to the front. I'll see some of you in dancing stars. Then I'll see some of you in the choir. Yes. And if you are students, those of you who are students, even, even your your schoolwork your your coursework will change drastically you will become 10 times better than you are now. yes because now God is going to give you wisdom how to use your time and how to live. Live for Jesus Live for God is the greatest and the best thing. you saw me boasting that October 1985 I did what you are doing now I've never looked back. I don't know how many years ago it is now. I don't know how many years 1985 is from now. But it's been a while. I know it's been some years. I know you were not born. Yes. You were not born. But here we are today. You also say to some people one day that... What, what What's today's date? Fourth. Fourth December. You remember fourth December 2021. And you will tell them that you've never looked back. You've never looked back. And your life has become better and better and better and better and better and better and better. You have a good life. You have a good life. Have a good life. So God bless you. What do you want them to do now? Oh, okay, so this way, can you follow our pastor? This is our pastor, Pastor Andrew. Can you follow him this way? Every one of you go this way with Pastor Andrew for a short while. Beautiful. I'm disappointed that you're clapping today. You know, I know. I feel like I feel as if I'm in Master Seed or somewhere. Is this is this first love? I don't know what what's happening. Another group that I want to pray for before we go. That's those of us who are visiting us for the first time. If you are here for the first time, can you give me a wave wherever you are? A wave. This is your first time in this service. A wave. Oh, high wave. Happy, happy wave. A happy wave. All first timers. Happy wave. Yes. I would like to say, I would like to say a special prayer for you as well. So if you don't mind, if you come to the front as well, all first timers come. I want to say a special prayer for you. Before you go back You deserve a prayer You deserve a blessing Come quickly All first timers Come very quickly Come from wherever you are I want to pray specially for you Specially for you Specially 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 All first timers Come Yes Come Tonight is your first time Come Tonight is your first time come. Tonight is your first time here. Not your first time in church, but your first time in this church. Come. Yes. Yes, come. Come. We would like to see you. We would like to beat you. I'm like to pray for you. I would like to say a prayer for you before you go home. So tonight is your first time. Come as well. Come. What a great blessing! What a great blessing! Beautiful people, Father. Are we ready to pray? Let me pray for you, Father. Thank you for all these wonderful people that you have led into your house today. Let your grace be multiplied towards them, let your salvation be part of their lives, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for bringing them to your house. May their experience here. Be special in their lives, and may be permanent in their lives. Thank you for blessing them, and thank you for bringing them to you, O God, today. In the mighty name of Jesus, now let's also say this prayer together. Say with me: Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for the opportunity to be part of today's service. I love you, Jesus. I love your great work on the cross. I receive you as my Lord. And my savior. Please forgive all my sins. Please forgive all my mistakes. Thank you for the opportunity. To be in your house today. In Jesus name. Amen. Father bless them. Them strengthen them in your house in Jesus' name, amen. I believe you like to see the first timers as well. Who is in charge of the first timers? Where are they? Okay, so first timer, first timers, please go with our lady, our gentleman here, the lady, the lady at the stream end. We'll see you, please clap. Your clapping is suffering from anemia. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Steve, I think you should be behind them as they are going so you can help them. Oh, you're clapping, eh? You're, you're, you're clapping. Like yes. Amazing grace. You're welcome. So, it's time for communion now. Communion. Communion.
2: The blood that Jesus shed for me. Back on Calvary The blood that gives me strength From day to day It will never lose its power It reaches to the highest mountain It flows to the Lord
4: All your sicknesses shall be healed tonight. All your
2: diseases shall be taken away tonight. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus.
4: blessed opportunity to be partakers of the Lord's body and his blood. I bless every cup Now I bless every bread and declare this is the body of Christ and this is the blood of Jesus. Father, let there be healing. Let bondages be broken. Let addictions be broken. Satan Loosen your hold over every life here today. Thank you, Father, for healing. And thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ, eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. stand to your feet for your blessing.
5: I see wisdom. When I say something that you believe in, you say amen. I see the glory of God on your life. your
4: diseases. You
5: are rescued from your mistakes. Satan's plans for your life have failed. In the name of Jesus, thou receive the blessing of the Lord. situation, and help in your situation, and fight in your situation, and remember you. Now lift your two hands and say to the Lord, remember.